God bless you. Good morning to you. I wanted to help you today, but let's pray uh, in just a moment. Let's open up and we'll get into this morning's podcast. Lord, we come to you. We thank you for your faithfulness, your goodness to us. We thank you, Lord, uh, no matter what we're going through today, Lord, I pray that there's help for everybody. I pray that there's wisdom, there's understanding for every person today. Lord, I pray we'd be enlightened with the truth and it'd rescue us. The, the truth would rescue or pull us out of where we're presently in, in Jesus' mighty name. Uh, I speak over you right now. I, I call you a mighty man, a mighty woman of God. Uh, I call you beautiful. I call you perfectly made in the image of God. I call you smart. I call you with understanding and wisdom in Jesus' mighty name. I call you free from the bondage of Satan. I call you free from any any word that was ill-spoken over you. Any image, any thought, I call you free from your past in Jesus' mighty name. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for angelic uh, help today. We thank you that angels minister to those who are watching and Holy Spirit, we thank you uh, for who you are and what you have done for us. And we thank you today, Holy Spirit, that you move freely and mightily in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Well, amen. God bless you once again. I love you. Uh, hey, um, go if you're not watching on YouTube, make your way there sometime today if you can. Just, you know, YouTube Richard Summerlin and follow Richard Summerlin. Uh, and we're trying to drive everybody to that Richard Summerlin YouTube page. Now, also the different social media. If you follow me on Richard Summerlin um, Facebook, go over to New Way Church and follow me from there as well. We're trying to condense all these avenues to watch and to stay uh, in touch with you. So God bless you. If you have your Bible, uh, just get ready, get a pen, get a, pe a pencil ready. And I want to deal with, we've been dealing in the, the realm of the, the mind, the spirit, soul, and body for the last uh, year since January. And we've been talking about thoughts. We've been talking about uh, you know, um, our, our conscious, our subconscious. I don't want to get into that as much, but I do want to deal with thoughts and actions. Um, what you think on uh, the most is going to produce the, the, the actions in your life. Whatever you think on the most, whether they be uh, good thoughts, bad thoughts, uh, whether, well, there might be thoughts that you think are God-led uh, that aren't, that are moving you. And the only way to, to see if a thought would be a God-led thought, is it Bible-driven? You know, is it spirit, God-spirit-driven? And, and I kind of want to get into that because it, it appears to be that a lot of good Christians, even a Christian high-ranking Christians being in maturity and in ministry, that they've, they've come to this place where they're like a, high, a hybrid Christian concerning uh, their thoughts. And you say, well, how do you know? Well, because people's uh, thoughts always surface by, you know, words and actions. You know, if, if people think on something long enough, they become a product of what they're thinking. And, and that thinking appears in their actions and their words and the way they live day to day. So I want to clear some things up today and I want to deal with information. So if let's just talk about, it seems like everywhere I go, I see in the spirit realm, uh, people are dealing with um, self image issues. Now, obviously, if you're dealing with self-image issues, you're dealing with wrong information uh, because if something within you is telling you you're not where you should be, like I'll just give you some points. Uh, I should be further along than this by now. I should have this by now. We should be doing this by now. Um, you know, why 
Uh, why are we not? Why am I not? You know, what am I doing wrong? Uh, is God judging me? Did I do something wrong? God's repaying me. See, these, these thoughts and ideas are not biblical, biblically driven or led. So if you're going to ask those questions, then you got to begin to think on the realm of God, uh, which we'll look at that in Isaiah in just a minute. And if we think on the realm of God, we'll see that that's not even a question that God would promote or that would come to God in the beginning because that question doesn't have no basis to it or no foundation to it. Now, that question's a confused question or a question caused uh, or, or sent to cause confusion. Now, the, the things of God are yes and amen. They're true and sure. Uh, they're, they're known. Uh, they have a, a reference to them. They have a beginning to them. They have an end to them. And on and on it goes. So you got to be careful if and not let Satan get you into the realm of what ifs, why nots. You know, we could have been, we should. No, no, no. Hold on. Uh, the Bible says the steps of a righteous man and woman, talking about humanity, person, the steps of a righteous man are ordered of the Lord. So if you're a righteous man and you obey God, then you are where you are on purpose. Now, there's some of us in places that we shouldn't be due to wrong decisions, due to wrong relationships, uh, you know, and on and on it goes. But I'm not talking about that. You can't use the treasures of the world to gauge where you presently are and then blame it on, you know, you've done something wrong or blame it on it's, you know, you know, in God, we should be further so on and so forth. Well, maybe uh, you're where you should be and you're having the impact that God intended you to be, and maybe you're looking at other people to be the standard instead of the, the uh, word of God. It's pretty good preaching already. Amen. Well, I'll go a little further then before you can start saying amen, I guess. In Isaiah, in the 50, uh, 55 uh, chapter of Isaiah, it says in verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways uh, my way, says the Lord, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Uh, for as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, or return, it doesn't go back to heaven, but watereth the earth and maketh it uh, bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Now, let's look at the first scripture we started. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. So, if you're gonna if you're gonna think on a kingdom level, you're gonna have to know how God thinks, or or have to gain the same information that God thinks in order to process and act on that level. Let, let's think about this. Uh, I, I've said this before. I love this example. It clears a lot of things up. If you go back to the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve were created in the image of God, Genesis 1, 26. Uh, God created them uh, male and female. So for all of you that think uh, that God messed up, no, God created a species, and within that species, he created a male, which is a, a man, modern day. You know, male is modern day too, but we got pronouns to replace that. And then we have a female. Uh, which is uh, there, uh, the idea was God gave man who was first a helpmate who was second. Doesn't mean that she is lesser. Uh, they become each other's helpmate. But it takes a man and a woman uh, to procreate. 
Then God, after he created them, he told them uh, to not only take care of the Garden of Eden, grow the Garden of Eden, but then he told them to expand or multiply in humanity. So that means it took two human beings, one uh, male and one female. Okay, there's your biology lesson today. Amen. Now, uh, when God created us and created them in the Garden of Eden, uh, man did not have the capacity to think evil or to think ungodly thoughts. Now, we'll get back to that because I know a lot of you take just a thought and you think you can put it in, in the neutral column. Like, hey, pastor, just because my thoughts aren't spiritual doesn't mean they're evil. Well, there's no neutral thoughts. Every thought comes from an author. So either you're operating with thoughts that were authored by Satan, which is a twisted thoughts, twisted information rather, or you're operating in thoughts that God is the author. Uh, and the Bible says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. So there, there's, not, there's not a neutral thought. Now there's a, a thought that's produced in immaturity, but it comes from the source of Satan or ungodliness. There's a thought that's produced when you're pouting, which is also immaturity, or you're not getting your way. You're, you know, you're having a little, you know, baby spasm freak out. That's also not coming from the author of heaven, Jesus Christ. Back to the uh, Genesis. So God created us, a male and female, and gave us dominion over the earth, told us to, you know, uh, produce, so on and so forth. Now, at that point in time, we did not have wrong information. We didn't have a reference to wrong information. Uh, so before uh, Satan entered into the picture, or Lucifer uh, or the serpent entered into the picture, uh, you could not think on a what if, why not, uh, pouty, poor me, witchcraft-driven uh, uh, realm. You had to think on the realm of the kingdom of God. Now, after the fall of man, now man had a reference to deception. Uh, man had a reference to evil, and that reference was Satan. Satan twisted what God said, and Satan took what, uh, what God gave man and made it evil, and now giving man a reference to evil. And it's very important that we understand reference, because reference is the ability to obtain something uh, from a certain source. So it, it, it goes back to the story, if I were to try to explain something to you, let's just say we find you on an island and you were uh, born on an island, and I'm talking about an, an, a desolate, isolated, you've never had any interaction with humanity at all. Uh, you were born there, you were set there. I know this is a stretch, but I'm giving you a picture. And then you were raised by uh, monkeys, dogs, whatever was on the island. So now we find you, and you're 20 years old. Uh, and, and as we find you, we try to uh, describe to you a cheeseburger because you look hungry. All right, now you can't think about a cheeseburger because you have no earthly idea what a cheeseburger is because there's no reference to a cheeseburger. Come on, are you here? So let's go back to sin and sinful thoughts. If you begin to understand that the way I think, the things I meditate on, uh, the things that, that I'm producing through thoughts, thoughts produce actions, but it first has to go into the meditation stage. Well, information goes into that meditation stage of your life, and if you're meditating on the ill things of the world 
or, or the ill things of Satan, uh, it's not going to produce a good action. Like for me, it, this is a big one that Satan uses. Satan uses a twisted idea of success to cause frustration in God's people. Satan uses a twisted idea of success to cause frustration in God's people, all right? Meaning, uh, in order for me to achieve, uh, achieve success in my life, I have to begin to divine, define sex, uh, sex, Lord help us rewind that, success, uh, in order for me to achieve, in, uh, you know, success, I have to first define uh, success. I have to go back and say, okay, for me to go to the gym, all right? I got to define success. I got to go back and say, okay, now what is success for me? All right. And then I get a picture of what that looks like for me. Now I can't just say, well, I want to succeed in the gym without having an idea or an image of what I'm trying to achieve. Now, if I say I want to look, look like Arnold when I go to the gym, well, that's a, a wrong image because chances are I'm not going to put in the time, effort, and money that it takes to produce a body like Arnold. So for me, that would be a, a, a pipe dream or an unachievable uh, uh, image or idea. So every time I think, I think in fault, I think in lack, I think in error because I'm using, <clears throat> excuse me, because I'm using uh, something worldly as the standard of success. Uh, is this kind of helping? Are, am I helping you out there? So let's go a little further. All right. There is many people uh, that are, are preaching the gospel around the world today. Many TV preachers, some of them good, some of them bad. I don't want to get into that. But I can't look at the average TV preacher and say, why and liken my ministry, what God's called me to do, uh, the anointing on my life, and say, well, why am I not having the success that they're having? Therefore, I'm failing, I'm behind. No, shut up. Either, the, you know, you've obeyed God and you're where God wants you, even though the, the world and all of its, you know, stuff can't validate you because they haven't been called to the life you've been called to. So my life not been called good. Uh, 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 hold on. Your, tre your treasure is in you. Your treasure is not the world. You have a treasure, but the Bible says our treasure is in the earthen vessel. It's in our spirit, in our soul. And we're going to obtain our treasure when we get to heaven. So get your eyes off this world and get your eyes off the things of this world to validate you or to validate your success. Uh, your success is going to come in or you're going to achieve your success in have I or am I doing what God has called me to do and then forget everything else. So like for me, uh, we pastor a wonderful church. I think the New Way Church is one of the greatest churches on the planet today. And now, if you say greatness uh, is is uh, the, the way that we're going to describe greatness is by number, okay, we're not great then. But that's not how you describe greatness. If you say we describe strength by uh, number and size, okay, then we're not great either. If you say obedience uh, is described by uh, tens of thousands, well, then I'm, I'm disobedient. But, but that is not what God has called me to do. Uh, God very clearly to me, now he didn't say this word audibly to me, but when God told us to start this ministry, uh, he didn't ask me to go start a run-of-the-mill church. Or he didn't go. He didn't say, hey, go start another church on the corner. We need another one. 
No, uh, God told me to grow up a severe believer or an army, a, a fearless army, an unstoppable army for me. And it's going to be an end time church. Now, 20 something years ago when God spoke that it didn't make sense because we weren't so far in these last days, but it makes um, perfect sense now. And now uh, years ago, what, what looked like uh, I wasn't being successful now makes perfect sense. Then it's like we got a, a, the head of the spear type ministry here. It takes the whole spear. I get it. But the tip of the spear is, is very sharp and is not as big in mass as the, uh, the rest of the spear. And I think we got a tip of the spear. Oh, come on and preach a pretty good church ministry and group uh, ministry-based partners, so on and so forth. Where are we at in time? I didn't even start my timer today. 20 minutes. Well, let me finish this thought. I, I hope I've helped you today. Uh, so uh, let's just kind of uh, uh, end this. Uh, establish success by your calling. All right. Now, I'm not talking about your call to be a mother or father. You should establish that. So success as a mother or father is raising your children in the way of God and making sure your children get on the, the bus to heaven. That's your number one, uh, you know, goal. Uh, number two, marriage. Uh, if you're a husband, you ha- you're married to a woman, uh, your success should not be. We fly all over the world. We own jets. We have 10 houses. Well, if that was the case for the majority of believers, all of those things would turn into distractions. And you probably would not serve God because you'd fall under the, the gospel rule of there was a supper feast and uh, we invited them to come, God. But no one showed up, God, because they had too many worldly distractions and they forgot about you. So be quiet about that. Now, it's all right to have a few nice things. If you're faithful with little, God can add to you and give you much. But if you're not faithful with where you presently are, don't look for much to be added to you. I'll end it with this. I would rather have nothing on this earth and be a a severe uh, person of heaven then have everything this earth offers and be weak uh, in the kingdom of God. I'd rather have nothing. I'd rather be a severe believer and have, uh, have no earthly possession than have all the possessions of this world and be a weak uh, believer. And that should be you too. And I'm telling you right now, on judgment day, God's not judging your stuff or how far you moved up on the ladder of success according to the earth's standards. God's going to judge, uh, you know, the Bible talks about wood, hay, and stubble is going to be bur- burned up. But God's going to judge the thing that has staying power, and that's what you did for the kingdom of God while you were here on earth. So stop judging yourself. Stop allowing Satan to run you around the circle of life. And I'm not talking about the good circle of life. No, the, the, what we call life and get you into this realm of confusion. I don't have the body. I don't have the looks. I don't have the money. I don't have the car. Just, just, just find out your assignment from God. Forget about all those other things. Put blinders on and go 100 miles an hour in the direction of your calling. And you say, well, what is success going to look like for me then? When God gives you your calling, uh, attached to it is going to be gauges of success along that road. So if I'm called to grow up a severe people, I got to look around me and say, hey, are there any severe people around me? If not, I'm not succeeding. I have to make an adjustment and go forward, but I surely can't sit here and whine, cry, and pout of why I'm not. I got to keep going. Uh, 
if you're not where you presently are, don't blame it on everything else. Don't blame it on your surroundings. Don't blame it on other people. Uh, maybe you're where you're supposed to be, but maybe you haven't given yourself to that thing fully yet. So maybe you're kind of where you're supposed to be, but you say, uh, you're second guessing. So I'm not giving myself wholly to it. I'm, I'm more worried about the validation of the world and, and validation of stuff and being validated by what people think of me and the way people think, and this isn't godly people judge you by stuff. That's not a, that's not a kingdom, uh, way to think. So if you don't have the right cars, the right jewelry, the white, white, right watches, rings, all that stuff, you're going to be judged incorrectly on this earth. Uh, Hey, I don't need a watch to make me who I am. I don't need any jewelry. I don't need anything. I, I, I got the spirit of God and the word of God. That, that's what makes me me. That's what yields success to me. I don't need a house for you to tell me I'm successful. I don't need you to tell me I'm successful. I hear from heaven and I obey God and that settles it. And if you want to judge me uh, every which way but loose, you go ahead and judge me that way. But I surely am not going to allow you to be the judge of my life and you to direct and lead my life. Uh, that's in the hands of God. Wow. I hope I helped you today. Uh, you know, maybe we should title this, get your eyes off the world, get your eyes on the kingdom of God. And Matthew 6 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hey, for those who may not have uh, what the world says we should have as a believer, uh, the day of reckoning will come when we enter into the kingdom gates. If they make heaven, uh, they're going to see the treasure we've been building and our treasures for eternity. Hey, I love you. Church tonight, it's Wednesday, 645. Share this. Get this around. Speak life over yourself. Stand in front of a mirror and begin to speak life over your looks, over your possessions, over what you're, what you're doing, over your goals. Uh, call yourself ahead of the game, not behind the game. Come on, can you say amen? I love you. Until next time, Pastor Rich. Hey, richardsummerlin.com, YouTube, Richard Summerlin, newwaychurchfl.com. God bless you, and I love you.